fundamentally, you know, if you appreciate the, that, that connection to whatever your business you're in, whatever your external outcomes and, and, and sort of your strategies are, to the importance of the people that are actually trying to execute against those strategies, you'll quickly realize the value and, and the importance of investing in the digital workplace. Hi, I'm Paul Miller and this is Digital Workplace Impact, where we investigate and explore the ideas, practices and people that are impacting the new digital worlds where we all work. Digital Workplace Impact is produced by the Digital Workplace Group, a strategic partner and boutique consultancy covering all aspects of the evolving digital workplace industry through membership, benchmarking and boutique consulting services. And if you'd like more information, visit digitalworkplacegroup.com. So it's great to, to have on today's episode, Gary Kenzie. Uh, Gary is the Vice President and Unit CIO for Digital Workplace at American Express. Um, I recorded this interview with Gary because American Express are the winners, uh, the overall winner of the Digital Workplace of the Year Award 2019. And I had the privilege to hand out the awards to Gary and his incredible team in Chicago at Digital Workplace Experience um, a few weeks ago. Um, and I hope to catch up with Gary there. We didn't get a chance, so um, <clears throat> had a chance to talk to Gary and do the recording a little bit later. And if you want more information about um, the award winners, do go to our website, digitalworkplacegroup.com. Um, and what you'll find there is there's a whole section um, all about the awards and um, different blogs on some of the winners, um, such as Bra Mark Bramoulet from Ubisoft, who's the Digital Workplace Leader of the Year Award. And you might have heard that episode um, so I hope you enjoy today's show and over to Gary. Gary, I'm delighted to be joined with you on the podcast today. Um, um, maybe just kind of start off by explaining your role inside uh, American Express and your role relative to the digital workplace before we get into some of the uh, nitty gritty about the award and, and um, your success. Sure, sure. Uh, so Digital Workplace at American Express uh, essentially comprises of all the products and services uh, our colleague and, 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 and extend, extended workforce require in order to do work on behalf of American Express. Uh, I, I'm also the CIO of our HR and corporate affairs and communications organization. So again, focus on the internal aspects and technology needs for all of our colleagues. Mm. Okay. And and is this a particularly unique way that the role's been configured for American Express? Because I know as a company, you, you have a quite a sort of special character in the way you do things. Have you sort of created this or shaped this role um, for a particular reason? Uh, you, you know, I would say the, the rationale behind it is to be as focused on uh, our colleagues as we can be, um, you know, essentially taking the same uh, 
really structured and maniacal focus on providing the best experiences for our external customers and taking that same strategy for, you know, making sure our colleagues are, you know, similarly focused on with similar structure and, and the same sort of maniacal focus. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how unique it is. I, I know mm. some of my other peers across the industry are starting to, you know, shape things similarly. Uh, but I, but I like to think that, you know, the way it's been organized again is in, in most part due to, uh, you know, our desire to provide the best experiences for our colleagues. Okay. That's, that's, that, that's great. So, um, you know, it was great to be together, uh, in person a few weeks ago when you, um, when American Express won the award as digital workplace of the year. 2019 in in Chicago and and the atmosphere and 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 frankly the envy in the room was was pretty tangible that night um so I suppose the question that everyone listening in and and people who are there on the evening want to know the answer to is is what is it do you think that made American Express stand out so much and and really kind of uh allowed you to achieve this award yeah, it's a great question, and, and it was a great night, and I think you guys, again, put on an awesome show, uh, awesome few days for folks to collaborate together, so thanks again for, for doing that and, and providing the opportunity. Um, you, you know, I, I think it starts with, you know, what I was referencing a little bit earlier is we, we put our colleagues first in everything we do. Um, we, we interact with them. We, we work backwards from their needs. Uh, focus predominantly on making them as productive and as, and as efficient as we can. Um, and, and I think, again, focusing on the our colleagues as a customer, I think is a pretty important piece of our story and a, and a pretty significant differentiator. Um, I would also say, you know, we, we've got a very forward-thinking strategic view. Uh, you know, we are we are really focused on a persona view of our colleagues and also a journey-based view, uh, and that's how we develop all around all of our products and services. Um, I also uh, believe that the, our strategy itself is a very comprehensive and, and cohesive one. Um, we, we partner with a bunch of different teams across the organization. Uh, we take a really, you know, focused look at all the functions that are required in order to, to execute the strategy. And also, we spend quite a bit of time, uh, you know, with the due diligence leading up to the strategy, whether it's, you know, the, the market sort of intelligence, you know, commercial, you know, viability, commercial value, um, you know, customer intelligence into it, what, what type of talent and operation models might be required. So, so it's not just a single sort of, you know, view into a particular part of the strategy. It's very cohesive and comprehensive. Um, and then I would also say uh, our governance, it, governance as a culture, really emphasizing the criticality of our operating model and product excellence um, uh, processes associated with what we're trying to deliver through the strategy. And I think when you think about all that together, I, I, I'm pretty biased, obviously, but I, I believe that's a pretty strong differentiator. Mm, okay. And um, um, what would you say, um, I mean, and maybe you've sort of answered it a little bit, for other organizations looking at your story and your journey and your success, 
what would you say the kind of key steps or the key components are to get right if you really want to make progress in in terms of your digital workplace yeah it's a great question um you know folks i would say focus on outcomes and not outputs um and and, and you're right i kind of alluded to it in, in the other question you know working backwards from what the colleagues really need in order to be efficient and productive uh, is, is a, 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 an important sort of lesson, if you will, for, for folks trying to embark on a similar journey. Um, you know, and a good example of that is, you know, just thinking of something like new, new a colleagues starting the company. Um, you know, there's a lot of different aspects of the digital workplace that, uh, are, are really important for that uh, experience to be really well done. Um, and, and I think, you know, thinking about, you know, the onboarding experience as the journey and being as comprehensive as you can and not the sort of the disparate outcomes along the way is, a, is an example of, of something that I think, you know, is a good lesson learned. I think, you know, you could focus on the individual outputs, but, unless you have a really good understanding of what you're trying to accomplish from the outcome perspective uh, and, and, and as comprehensive as you can be, it's not going to be as, uh, you know, premier of a service or premier of experience as you'd like it to be. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the, the other thing I, I'd reference from a, a sort of a, you know, what we've learned is, you know, you, you kind of, and it's a similar sense, you, you kind of, want to prioritize the problems and, and not necessarily just the features uh, because, you, you'll, you know, and I've been around this for quite some time, you know, it's easy to get enamored with something that's new in the industry or, you know, new capabilities, but, you know, you don't want to be in the position where you're trying to look for problems for that new capability to solve. You really want to know where you think your pain points are, where the problems are, and then be really thoughtful about how to solve them with whatever capabilities and features are out there. Yeah, and it's that's such an important point, and 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 it, it strikes me that that American Express as a company has has understood what we call sort of user journeys and customer journeys kind of longer than most people because I think that's where you've really really focused and and often um i think in that case it's it's trying to remove difficulties or obstacles or frustrations isn't it it's it's not necessarily uh just about trying to wow people with you know exciting new features it, it's trying to make some of the um you know uh, kind of general things work and it seems like that's a philosophy that you've applied inside digital workplace at, at amex as well you're spot on paul and and everyone on my team has heard me say this, and, and the word we use, and you, you, you were, you're really, really spot on with it, we always say we want to take friction out of the environment. Mm. And, mm. and that, I think, is what having a journey-based view, having the persona framework really helps us do. It takes friction out of the day-to-day -day experiences for our colleagues. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and what is it about... Um, your organization that has allowed you to put this kind of emphasis and importance on the if you like the internal experience the internal way of working because you know one of the things that I've heard as a sort of 
complaint over so many years, it is getting much better, is that, you know, a lot of our investment goes externally and internally we really don't treat the environment as as as, as critical. Um, but it seems that that balance is, is a lot more balanced, if you like, um, within 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 American Express, and and what what what's what's led to that? Yeah, it's a great question, Paul. And, and like I said, I've been around for a while, and I remember you know the old days of I, I like to you know lovingly say it used to be just keep the lights on, right? And uh, and uh, you know and make sure things stay available. Um, I think what's really changed for for us here at American Express, and it's been there since I've actually been with the company is there's a, a really sort of strong recognition across the entire company of the importance of our colleagues and the importance of their experiences and the correlation to our success as a company um, in, in everything they're, they're able to do. And, and so I, I think that that's the sort of the light bulb that has been on for a while here and has been the the root for why you know we've been able to kind of you know drive and and the strategy that we have we we get a ton of support you know from our CIO from other business leaders to make sure that this area has the right focus and so you know fundamentally you know if you appreciate the, that that connection to whatever your business you're in whatever your external outcomes and and, and sort of your strategies are to the importance of the people that are actually trying to execute against those strategies, you'll quickly realize the value and, and the importance of investing in the digital workplace. Mm, great. And, and are there a, um, a couple of particular uh, features or, or capabilities that your digital workplace has that you're particularly proud of? You know, I, I'm I'm particularly proud of the one the fact that I think, and I say this to my team all the time. I think every digital workplace has like a fundamental uh, sort of expectations for what should be available, and, and I, I say this all the time. I think we as an organization have been able to deliver uh, uh, you know the experiences in a way where there's no obvious gaps in whether it's the, the products or services that we offer uh, that a colleague might want. And, and I think that is a really huge win for, for a big company, uh, and in large part to what you were saying earlier about a lot of companies just don't prioritize this as effectively as they should. I think because we have, we've got a great foundation for what people would expect in order to be productive. Um, and then I'm also proud of a lot of the capabilities that we built on top of that foundation where we've got, you know, some predictive capabilities in the environment that helps take friction out of, uh, out of the experiences for folks. We've got um, some service-oriented things that, you know, are more modernized and, and I always like to say are kind of trying to match some of our colleagues with what they would expect in their consumer lives, which is a lot of what, you know, drives, you know, what happens in the digital workplace with the expectations people have in their personal consumer lives and then wanting to see that translated into the enterprise. So we've been able to do things with, you know, you know such things like chat bots and other things that 
I would consider a little bit more modern, a bit, you know, very, very pervasive in the consumer space. And, and we'd be able to offer that in the enterprise. Um, you know, and, and again, I, I also am pretty proud of, we, we are pretty um, uh, sort of comprehensive in providing experiences across a multitude of devices. So, you know, whether you want to, you know, work on a PC or Mac or a mobile device, I feel like we've got a, a pretty good opportunity for you to be productive across all of your devices. So, I mean, those those are just a couple of the, the sure. capabilities that I'm I'm pretty proud of. Mm. And and do you have any advice for um, somebody listening to this, thinking, you know, we've got so much potential in in my own organization, um, but we really need to make the strategic commitment and the investment. What what are the arguments to take to a senior team and say, you know, look, th- this is something that that we aren't putting enough attention on and if we did it would really make a substantial difference to us yeah um uh, that that is a conversation that one if it's not happening should be happening and it should be ongoing um Mm. because i think the value is you know there's some obvious sort of you know first things low-hanging fruit i would say that you know, you, you'd base that argument on, and then I think it, it continuously evolves over time. Uh, for me, one of the, the most important pieces of that argument for someone to kind of go and have with senior folks is the the talent conversation. Um, in, in a world where I think we all agree there's a pretty fierce competition going on for all sorts of different types of talent, uh, I think it's really important and a huge differentiator uh, for a company to be able to give and pro- or provide an environment uh, for the talent they've attracted or in order to attract the talent, that, that talent feels like they can be most productive, most efficient, and in their minds, you know, you know the least friction in, in what they need to do in order to get their day done. Um, and, and I think that is a huge cornerstone of the, of the, of the, the case to be made. Uh, for for more investment here, um, and, and then the other thing, like I said earlier, you, you know, if if you can tie it to how you can empower the outcomes for the company, you know, how you know, particularly how productive the workforce is against whatever the agenda is set for the company, you know, there are some pretty direct correlations there that you know can really you know be a fundamental part of the argument. Um, and so I think those two things, uh, I would put sort of one and two on the list to, to start the sort of the building the case around, you know, why we should invest more or why, you know, a company should be a little bit more thoughtful on how they organize around this function. Yeah, and I, I really like what you said about um, uh, it should be an ongoing conversation and an ongoing program. And, and the idea this is a, you know, a continual thing. And one of the things that I mean, there's quite a lot of things that impresses me about the way American Express 
approaches your digital workplace. But one of them, I would say, is is just the kind of quality of people you have in the team. It's 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 sometimes what you'll find inside an, an organization is you'll get one very kind of powerful uh, ambassador leader inside the organization and and they'll really stand out. Um, and and I, and I and I know that that exists at, at, at American Express as well. But across the team, the, the the quality of the people seems to me really quite exceptional. The other one is it's very sort of diverse. You've organised it as far as I can see in a way that really works for you as an organisation. It's got you know we could call it cross functional or cross cross business, and it's got that. But it's 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 an interesting and, and and an unusual construction, and then there's this other thing which is which is really just about kind of momentum, and I think that the 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 process and the momentum seems really uh, really strong. I don't know if there are other other aspects of what you do that um, that you would cite, um, or whether those ring true for you as well, Gary. No, no, yeah, I. I, I... I couldn't have said it better myself. I, I think those those things that you've just articulated are really important and, and I think a differentiator for us. Um, and, and I think part of how we've been able to, particularly with the diversity uh, of competencies and experiences and the talent, you, you know, our, our CIO is really focused on making American Express the best place to be as a technologist to you know, not just kind of, you know, start or, or kind of continue your career, but also to have a multitude of experiences and opportunities once you're here. And, and so, uh, you know, we, we spend a lot of time on talent acquisition. We spend a lot of time on making sure that the talent has the room to grow. Uh, we, 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 we do things in, in technology here that are fairly unique. We for instance, we, we give uh, five contiguous days uh, to folks every year uh, to just go and focus on something they want to do to improve themselves as, as a performer. Uh, and and it, it really doesn't have to be scripted or, or you know, quote unquote, approved by, you know, the tech folks or their tech leader. And, and so I think, you know, a lot of what you just described is a testament to how culturally here at American Express, the technology organization thinks about, you know, not just the talent we're trying to attract, but once the talent's here, how to keep them here and keep them engaged and keep them growing. Yeah. And when, and when you say that, it then becomes sort of so obvious. It's, it's, it's if, you're, if you're spending that much time and attention um, on, on attracting, retaining people, why wouldn't you provide them with a first-class environment in which to work? And, and in a way, we, it kind of begs the question, you know, why would organizations not not do that? It's kind of, it's such a, um, I don't know, it's in a way, it, it's sort of squandering the resource. Because I do see organizations where people find it so difficult to actually get work done. And there's some kind of classic stories I hear about where, you know, the organization will, will, will hire senior person. And, and, and then a few days after they start, they say, you know, there's a, a conversation with the person who's hired him. I can't work here. I can't get anything done. 
Um, so it's, um, I mean, it's all credit to what you've done. Um, and it seems very um, comprehensive and holistic. I mean, what, what do you think the pitfalls are to watch out for when, when trying to achieve digital workplace success? So for somebody who's not where you are yet, what, what, are, the, what are the things that can trip you up? Uh, yeah, um, you know, the, 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 one of the biggest things that I've learned in my, in my time uh, in the digital workplace that uh, has been a really important learning for me and, and, and our organization uh, is, you know, one size doesn't fit all. I mean, you know, kind of an old saying, but it is so true, particularly if you're in an organization that's got a, a pretty sizable uh, workforce with a variety of different sort of accountabilities and and expectations. So, so really trying to figure out how to be more informed uh, about, uh, you know, who your customer base is, much like we do, you know, externally, I think is, is sort of one of the the pitfalls I would I would offer for folks to avoid, particularly in larger enterprises, and, and really, you know, try to, you know, segment, you know, your customers in a way that makes the products and services feel a little bit more intuitive, tailored to the need. Uh, I think that that would go a long way. Um, you know, the other thing I, I would say is, you know, and I've kind of mentioned this a couple of times, you know, it is so important to see ourselves as a digital workplace organization almost as a small company within the company. So everybody that works for American Express are our customers. And, and there's a certain culture and sort of, you, you, know, uh, you know, strategic sort of muscle you build if you view the world that way. And, and without it, I, I don't know how well you can actually deliver the experiences you like to uh, from a digital workplace perspective. Um, the, the other thing is, you know, uh, I, I think assuming like all capabilities can be built, managed externally versus internally or vice versa, I think you've got to find out the right balance. I, I, I'm really proud of the engineering talent we, we have on the team, um, and I feel like we have, you know, pretty good uh, flexibility to leverage products that we should be leveraging from strategic partners or, you know, being able to kind of build uh, things that we need uh, done ourselves and figuring out that balance is important. And, uh, you know, again, kind of what I mentioned earlier, if you know your customers well, you know, you'll be able to figure out that balance pretty quickly. And, you know, having the right talent gives you that opportunity to, you know, both clearly buy what you need to buy, but also, you know, we all know that buying everything doesn't necessarily meet you all the way and what you're trying to accomplish and having that talent there to kind of, you know, fill the gaps, if you will, or, or bridge that balance between, you know, whether you build it or buy it. Sure. Great. Oh, thank you. And so what, what are you planning next? Um, I know success doesn't stop. So what's 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 the focus areas for the next twelve to eighteen months? Yeah, you, you, you know, I, I am uh, really focused on um, you know g moving forward with our strategic a couple of our strategic themes, um, things like digital dexterity, which is is somewhat unique because it's really about 
making sure our colleagues are equipped to get the best out of the products and services that we're offering from a technology perspective. And so really trying to be more thoughtful around, you know, empowering them, providing them the right sort of level of understanding um, in order to, you know, make them as efficient as, and productive as they can. Um, really pushing forward with sort of our augmented reality and, and you know, themes. And, and again, that's, that's really focused mostly on our sort of pursuit of taking as much friction out of the journeys and experiences our colleagues are, are, are expecting. And, and, and I think there's, you know, a lot that can be done with some of the more modern views of, you know, what you can do with AI and, and, and sort of other, you know, uh, modern sort of techniques, better understanding of our data and what we can do if we had a better understanding of the data, again, and focused on taking friction out. Um, so that, that's a couple of things we're looking at, um, you know, being, uh, you know, very thoughtful of continuing to iterate on what we've already accomplished. We, we, you know, are pretty heavily, you know, immersed in sort of the agile methodology. So, you know, to your point of around the question, what's next, you know, you're never, ever done. And so it's important to, you know, continue to build upon, you know, what we've already been able to accomplish. Hmm. That's 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 great. So uh, a, a couple of questions just to end with. Um, how does winning the award um, help you as an organization? Yeah, you, you, know, uh, you know, I think very obviously, I think it's always great from a morale perspective when you've got a team that really cares about what they're doing, uh, really puts a lot of work and effort into doing it well. Uh, to be recognized from an industry perspective. So that, that in and of itself is, is a wonderful uh, experience in, in, in having one. Um, you know, the other thing I would say for American Express, you know, and, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, uh, to kind of demonstrate uh, to, you know, the world and, and, and the particularly you know, the, the folks that we'd be interested in from a talent perspective, that this is, you know, a great place to be. You know, we, we, we put a lot of effort into attracting, retaining the, the best colleagues in the industry um, and to, to be able to show them uh, with something like this that we spend the time, we spend the focus on providing the most streamlined internal processes and, and you know, great speed and agility and, and focus on taking friction and making folks productive, you know, this, this award really helps, you know, to kind of emphasize that for, for the talent base that we're looking to recruit in. And so, you know, I, I think those two things, you know, are, are really, really, uh, you know, great benefits of having won something like this. Yeah, that's an, and I hadn't really thought of that. So it's, it's really about come and join the award winning American Express team. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And not only, you know, selfishly for my own team, but, you know, for all the talent that could do work for, you know, for American Express, wherever in the company they can do it in, to know that sure. they can come to a place that's been recognized for the focus and the advancement in a function like this, with particularly, you know, the knowledge to, that this function is important for your productivity as a colleague in the company. I think it's a really, really cool thing. Great. So there's a question that I, I like to end with. 
um, which is more of a personal question. So what was, what does a perfect working day look like for you, Gary? So I, I like to engage in where my teams are going. Um, and so not necessarily from a status perspective, but I love engaging in, you know, what's next and, and, and be able to participate in sort of the, you know, strategic aspects of what we do. Um, and, and so that, that, that is sort of a great part of the day if I've had an opportunity to do that. And, and participation, but also an ability for me as a leader to be able to help them, whether there are, you know, impediments that they're struggling with or, you, you know, perspectives that they need. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a servant leader, you know, sort of focused individual. I'm also a big believer in the sort of the wisdom of the crowd. So just being able to participate with my group in that, in that regard is, is always something that I, I find a lot of enjoyment in. Um, the other thing I, I really enjoy doing is, um, you know, with uh, my team is understanding almost from a skip level perspective, like maybe not my direct reports team, but other, you know, parts of my organization, you know, what's going on, hearing their perspective, um, hearing their almost testimonials about, you know, what they think about strategically what we're doing and how well it's going or not so well, uh, you know, just being able to engage at that level for me is, is always something I think is important for every leader to be able to do. Um, and, and then also to, to hopefully get some time to talk to some of our business partners and our customers and, and, and not necessarily to, to check in to see how we're doing, but, you know, to get educated on, on what they're trying to accomplish and what challenges they're facing Again, you know, to try to complement, you know, our sort of really, you know, important focus on understanding as much as we can about our customer base and, and every product and service we're developing, kind of working backwards from that, obviously it requires time to be spent with the customers. So I would say, you know, those three things, if I could have said I've been able to do all three of those in, in a work day, you know, it, it would be a really good day for me. Yeah, and it sounds like a great day. Well, Gary, thank you so much for your time and um, congratulations again to you, to all the team inside American Express on winning the Digital Workplace of the Year Award and, and thank you for, for giving us an insight into, into your story. Yeah, Paul, well, look, it's a pleasure. I, I am, again, like I said at the awards, I'm so honoured uh, that you guys uh, saw enough in what we're doing here to choose us. Um, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful recognition. And, and I think, again, like I, I think I opened with, I, I am really impressed with what you guys as an organization have been able to do. I've been in and around the digital workplace for 20 years, uh, and, and, you know, there hadn't been you know, industry focus like there is now and, and what you guys represent in that regard, you know, I think is, is an important piece of the story for all the companies that are trying to uh, advance an agenda here in, in the digital workplace. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I will take that compliment and, um, and bank it. Thank you. 
Digital Workplace Impact is produced by the Digital Workplace Group, a strategic partner and boutique consultancy supporting more than 100 leading businesses and public institutions to advance their intranets and broader digital workplaces through benchmarking, research and practitioner expertise. For more information, visit digitalworkplacegroup.com. And if you'd like to listen to previous episodes of the show, go to digitalworkplacegroup.com forward slash DWG underscore podcast. This is Paul Miller wishing you well until next time.